Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews for 20 years. You can read all of my written work at that site, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I'm going to be looking today at a film that's currently out in limited release. It's also available on demand. You can go to iTunes. I believe Amazon might actually have this as well. It's called Pele, or Pele, I should say, Birth of a Legend. It's a sports drama, PG-rated because of thematic elements, some smoking and language, and it runs an hour and 47 minutes. The cast includes Kevin De Paula, C. Jorge, Vincent D'Onofrio, Mariana Nunez, Diego Boneta, Colmini, and Leonardo Lima Carvajal. My apologies to about three or four of those people whose names I just mispronounced. The directors and screenwriters are the team of Jeff and Michael Zimbalist. Pele Birth of a Legend pays idol-worshipping homage to the titular Brazilian soccer great who would go on to become arguably the greatest to ever play the sport. This film covers about eight years of the life of Edson Arantes do Nascimento, better known as Pele, which was a name born from a youthful insult that he would later embrace. We follow him from his young childhood as a nine-year-old boy from a poor family in 1950 through his debut on the biggest stage for all fans of soccer, or I should say football to most people in the world outside of the United States, where he appeared in the 1958 World Cup and would be instrumental in helping Brazil win the championship. Sorry to spoil that for you if you don't know your history. Why in the world would we watch a film called Birth of a Legend if he were to become a loser at the end of this film? As I mentioned, this is written and directed by Jeff and Michael Zimbalist. They write and direct this almost as if this were meant to be a kid's movie. Birth of a Legend is its pretty clunky. It's wholly cliched as a sports biopic. It's full of a lot of rudimentary dialogue, which is, by the way, in English, even though, oddly, people also write and say a few expressions in uh, Brazilian Portuguese. It has many sappy and melodramatic emotional beats. Their story elements here are contrived and highly embellished, and they're some of the most amateurish acting you'll likely see in a big screen release in 2016. Now, on the plus side, the film is very colorfully shot by cinematographer Matthew Libatique. He was Oscar-nominated for Black Swan for Darren Aronofsky, and I've read that the entirety of this film is shot in Brazil, mostly in Rio de Janeiro, some of the on-the-field action is moderately fun to watch, as you would expect from a sports film, in particular when we see Pelé shred through many defenders with his dexterity and his amazing physical prowess. He really is like a dancer out there on the grass. Unfortunately, even these scenes are marred by a little too many close-ups. There are a lot of cuts, and there's some jittery camera work, whether it's on the field or not. The credits list not one, not two, but actually three editors who are employed to chop this film up to near incoherence at times. It's truly hard to appreciate the athleticism involved when you're watching players at the highest level of their game do their thing and to see it chopped up this much. Because of this, the footage of the real Pelé, who also makes a blink and you'll miss him cameo in the film as a hotel patron. You see actual footage of the real play at the end of this film, and it's way more exciting to watch than the 100 minutes that come before it. 
So even though the soccer action is good, alas, it only takes up about a quarter, maybe even a third, if I'm being generous, of the film. The rest of it pushes forward some very saccharine, superficial character development, and it continuously tries to push forward the notion that the Brazilian team were extreme underdogs who really had no business being in the World Cup, much less the championship game in 1958. While the true story of Pelé being able to overcome the humblest of origins, where we we would see him practice barefoot with his father or with his friends and kicking mangoes into trash cans. Later on, he would become an international hero practically overnight. That's something of great inspiration in and of itself. No need to really sugarcoat it the way that this film does. Nevertheless, the way that the Zimbalists treat this film, it feels very unoriginal and it comes across just like every other underdog sports story that we've seen for the last several decades in film. All of it is coded with the out-of-place percussive rhythms of A.R. Rahman in his score, which is highly anachronistic to the times. After the beginning chapters in this film, in which a young Nascimento plays schoolyard and street sports with his friends in a way that, to me, often resembled to soccer what the Sandlot did for baseball, Kevin De Paola plays Pele during his teenage years in a plotline that isn't so far from that of Luke Skywalker's in Star Wars A New Hope. It shows his meager beginnings where he's dreaming to leave his humble life and find his destiny as a soccer great, even though his parents tell him to put those dreams on hold to work on his education. His father had led a not-so-noble life after a result of those pursuits. And like Luke Skywalker, he learns to trust something greater than the game. But instead of the Force, it's called Jinga, which is a Brazilian mix of capoeira-tinged martial arts and dance tradition that has all but become completely forbidden if you're to believe this film to employ on the soccer field over the years. Whenever Pelé finds the odds overwhelming, he calls upon the Force, I, I mean the Jinga, to guide his way to victory even when his coach who is played here in very hammy fashion by a poorly accented Vincent D'Onofrio, even though that coach tells him to trust in proven European soccer techniques and strategies instead of the Jinga. At the end of the film, you'll come to appreciate the young phenom that was Pelé, but you'll also probably walk out without that kind of jubilation that the filmmakers are trying to inspire through this formula sports film. You know, for a movie that consistently extols the beauty of soccer... It so often feels like there isn't much joy to be had in the playing of the sport so much as the winning of the games on the world stage. Now, if you're interested, I would say that you should go ahead and YouTube Pelé's exciting real-life footage instead and let the man himself show you in an instant why he would become beloved around the world and respected by all who see him. You can save yourself the hundred minutes of mostly bad sports drama that precedes the footage that's shown in this film that's unbefitting of a legend. Two stars is what I'm giving Pelé, birth of a legend. Pelé is certainly worthy of a film, but he's also worthy of a better film. I hope, And hopefully someday, because this film really does not do him justice whatsoever. So two stars is what I'm giving Pelé. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button. 
in order to get all of my reviews as they come out throughout the course of the year. Also, if you happen to want to support this show, I do highly encourage you to leave a review wherever you can and let other people know that you enjoy the show and that you think that others should check it out. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name of the show. Also, if you want to write to me directly, whether it's about this film or any other film, even ones I haven't reviewed, you can do so by going to my website and finding my contact information. You can also get links to my Twitter feed and my Facebook page. Go to quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to the movies. And sometimes it's even worth staying at home and watching the real-life athletes at their best in news footage and other televised events. Because sometimes real life is more exciting than the way that filmmakers try to treat real life.